Chapter 8, The Siege of Jerusalem. In addition to the writings of John, there are prophecies from the Old Testament concerning Jerusalem and that which is to befall that city in the latter days. Statements from these prophecies are also fascinating in light of Velikovsky's thesis. Jerusalem will stand alone. These prophecies from the Old Testament speak of a time when all nations will lay siege to Jerusalem. Zechariah, for example, gives a fascinating account of the events to occur during the great battle for Jerusalem in the last days. Quote, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about, when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. End quote. This clarifies the time of the siege to which he had reference for it will be the time when Judah and Jerusalem are united. From the time of the Roman scattering of the Jews until Jerusalem again became part of the state of Israel in 1967, there was no Judah in Jerusalem. Furthermore, Jerusalem has not been a cup of trembling since the days of King David. Thus it appears that the siege in which Zechariah referred is to occur in the latter days. Ezekiel also seems to have beheld the same siege in vision, for he declared that which he saw would occur in the latter days, quote, And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel, as a cloud to cover the land, and it shall be in the latter days. And I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me, when I shall be sanctified in thee, O Gog, before their eyes, end quote. Zechariah explained that the city would be taken, and that half the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. At that time shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. The Might of the Lord It is important to note from this account that, there, that it will not be the might of the Jews that is to be thrown against the enemy, but the power of the Lord. What will be the manner in which the Lord will deal with the enemies of the Jews? And when will the days of the battle in which Zechariah referred, which would prove to be like this latter-day deliverance? The earliest reference to the Lord doing battle for the Israelites is in Exodus. Moses sang a song of praise to the Lord for his deliverance of the children of Israel. Moses recounted the many marvelous manifestations of the power of the Lord in delivering the Israelites from the Egyptians. Exodus Miracles to be Seen Again in other words, Zechariah compared the deliverance of the Israelites at the time of the Exodus to the deliverance of the Jews and Jerusalem in the last days. The deliverance of the Jews and the city of Jerusalem in this future battle will be a manifestation similar to that of the Exodus. Note the phenomena mentioned in Zechariah's account as he described the Lord's future deliverance of Jerusalem. Quote, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives would shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a very great valley, and the half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. End quote. Zechariah also wrote that the inhabitants of Jerusalem would flee, like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. What then befell Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah? As the prophet Amos has had predicted, a great earthquake occurred in Jerusalem and the surrounding area in the days of Uzziah. Isaiah, who began his ministry on the very day of the commotion, left this account of the conditions in and around Jerusalem at the time, saying, quote, Your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire. Except the Lord of hosts has left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. End quote. 
he leaves little doubt that many of the inhabitants and much of the city had been destroyed. Sodom and Gomorrah were totally consumed, and Isaiah compared Jerusalem after the commotion with these two cities to illustrate the extensive damage. Velikovsky cites this event in the days of Uzziah as the time of the first Earth-Mars encounter, approximately 747 BC. Cosmic Cataclysm Thus, the siege of Jerusalem will see a tremendous Earth shock, which will involve the entire Earth. The Mount of Olives will split north and south, creating a new valley running east toward the Dead Sea. Speaking of this earthquake, Ezekiel said that there would be a great shaking in the land of Israel. And speaking of the Lord's appearance, he declared that all the men that are on the face of the earth shall shake at my presence, and the mountains shall be thrown down, and the steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. Day and night confused. Zechariah continued his description of the phenomena associated with the deliverance of Jerusalem by stating that it shall come to pass in that day that the light shall not that the light shall not be clear nor dark. Since the word nor is not written in the original text but was inserted by the translators in an attempt to make it grammatically correct for English-speaking readers, and since the translators may not have understood the implications of the text, perhaps that portion of the sentence should read the light shall be shall not be clear but dark. This clearly refers to the confusion of day and night that has been seen to attend such events. The light breaking through the darkness of night is reminiscent of the Exodus when the comet moved close enough to the earth that its brightness penetrated the darkened atmosphere. Zechariah further declares that it shall be in that day that living water shall go out of Jerusalem, half of them towards the former sea and half toward the hinder sea, in summer and in winter shall it be. The appearance of such a spring of living waters would perhaps naturally result from the shifting of the earth's crust during such an upheaval. Zechariah then described the manner in which the region surrounding Jerusalem would be altered as a result of the earthquake. Quote, and the land shall be turned as a plain from Geba to Ramon, south of Jerusalem, and it shall be lifted up and inhabited in her place from Benjamin's gate unto the place of the first gate unto the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananel unto the king's winepress." A blast from heaven. Having considered that which is to befall Jerusalem, we may now consider the effects of such planetary encounter upon the armies surrounding and occupying Jerusalem. Zechariah stated that, quote, This shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people who have fought against Jerusalem, their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. End quote. Recalling the blast from heaven that destroyed the Assyrian army of Sennacherib when they surrounded Jerusalem in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah, it is interesting to note that the Talmudic and Midrashic sources state that their souls were burnt through their garment, though their garments remained intact. Owing to the many descriptions of the change and powerful effects of the lightning we are familiar with, this may be a manifestation of the interplanetary lightning which Velikovsky described as one of the phenomena of the Exodus. Anyone in the vicinity of the point where the tremendous bolt of lightning contacted the earth would certainly be consumed in some manner. It may well be that Zechariah is referring to the same type of phenomena when he says of the army besieging Jerusalem that the their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet. Familiar signs. 
Finally, Ezekiel declared that the Lord will plead against him, the army that surrounds Jerusalem, with pestilence and with blood, and I will rain upon them, and upon his bands, and upon the many people that are with him, an overflowing ring of great hailstorms, fire, and brimstone. The Lord adds that he will leave only one-sixth of the army alive. Lest we overlook the reference that prophets list together the manifestations we expect to see in such a cataclysm, i.e. pestilence, blood, meteorites, fire, and ash, and etc. As with nearly all prophecy, the past serves to clarify the future, for as the prophets wrote of the future, they referred to similar events in the past. As we more fully understand that past, we may see more clearly toward the future.